0: Hello weaves new and old, and welcome back to Gateway to the Anniverse, the podcast that aims to guide the anime novice to the weird, white, and wonderful world of Japanese animation. My name is Sam, a self-proclaimed anime expert, and with me, as always, is our novice, Will, who is Hello. making every action that I've got at the minute, and it's great yeah. to see.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's been a part of our lives now for a good couple of years. Um, Almost and, three, yeah. good lord. Oh, yeah. God, it's crazy. Um, thank you all for joining us again. Um, let us know what you think of the intro. Do we need to change it? It's been nearly three years. Do we need? Does Sam need to yeah. revamp it? Do we need to change the intro? Spice music? it up. I haven't, I haven't, pl- I haven't played with Ooh. that in a long while. But um, maybe that's something that that could be like a. a we could do a reboot, like cause especially since <gasps> like we've the podcast. like um, with now more a few more mainstream topics thrown in you know it's not just anime Yeah. um i, it'd be, I don't know maybe we, but it's a it's a big project there and you know we this, leaving uh, the, the hobby, universe behind and
0: moving on to to the a more broad like, verse i don't know gateway like, to the something verse gateway to the universe it's just everything to the universe <laughs> just just everything and anything this week we're talking about
1: science <laughs> yes um Okay, I th- sorry, boys and girls. If you if you if you've um, been before, you know what to expect—a load of ramblings about random stuff. Um, we're going to talk about Absolutely. an anime later on, and um, yeah, let us know what you think about it. Let us know if you've seen the show. Um, it's Hell's Paradise today, as you will have seen from the title. Um, but first, mm-hmm. Sam, I um, yes. want to talk to you about the uh, the arts, about theatre,
0: about going I to love see the theatre. Oh, isn't the it just Lion great? King, cats. Oh, the Lion King? Cat, Lion King. Yeah, I yeah, went yeah. to see Willy Wonka and the Chocolate Factory with some incredible set design. What have you been watching? But what, what what is this well, great piece of literature or stage yeah? Well, that's show the thing. You know, I, I was thinking about going to see Macbeth. Um,
1: you know, oh yeah yeah, big, yeah, 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 Head um, to the globe, Jersey Boys. Um, oh. Full monty, so, just if you're so, feeling a
0: bit risque. Ooh
1: yeah yeah nice nice um there's some brilliant bangers of musicals out there um absolutely and instead we decided to go see spongebob the musical
0: what
1: spongebob squarepants sir Uh squarepants
0: as he's known sir squarepants he was knighted was he circles
1: sure (laughs) all right um yeah so we went to um what on earth the theater and it was a spongebob musical i mean i don't really know what else to say um i have so many questions okay good because i I, my i did so i didn't really want to go i was i was sort of dragged there um yeah whatever i i deliberately (laughs) (laughs) i got got the off i was like I ain't paying for these tickets, so um, woe is me, I got stuck with a restricted view seat because it was 10 quid, oh. as opposed to, like, the 50 quid that... So were you, um, like, behind, like, ticket. a pillar or something? Not really. Like, I was in the corner, and I had the... I was on the top tier, so I had the, the, the curve of the auditorium sort of uh, cut off the left-hand side a little bit, um, but it wasn't too bad, honestly. The, the difference between... The difference between my £10 uh, seat and the £50 seat next to me was minimal. And I was like, (laughs) that seat ain't worth it. You know what? That's fine. (laughs) Happy with this. Happy with this. Um, Honestly, I felt ripped off for the the person next to me, which was my wife. Um, uh, (laughs) So, yeah, it was... um, (laughs) Who paid for both tickets anyway, so it really doesn't affect me. Um, Good Lord. You chancer. Yeah. So, I didn't really want to go and... I, she kept trying to sell it to me. You know, it's it's got some bangers of um, like writers for the songs. Uh, I've, I've mentioned them before to you, haven't I? I haven't even got it up. I should probably get the inf- information. So you mentioned them.
0: there was there were some famous people who were like part of the cast and
1: uh, yeah. So we like, had Gareth Gates. I say famous
0: Windworth. Gareth Gates. That's the one. Um, so I guess aside from celebrity draw. To This uh, yeah, yeah. musical. Do you have a lot of nostalgia for SpongeBob? Like, was this a big part of you no, growing no, up, or not was really, this no. just like a one off?
1: Yeah, oh. so um, had this conversation last night with my wife actually. She uh, we I, I grew up in the t- and I, I, we, I'd say we grew up in prime SpongeBob time, didn't we?
0: Or were we a little absolutely
1: passionate? no? We were prime no, no, no. Okay, no. Cool. SpongeBob
0: was all the rage when I was growing up. It was like if you're not watching uh. I guess like the, the main channels like E4 or BBC and watching like a big soap opera or, mm. or serialised American show, in the downtime you're watching Nickelodeon and you're checking out Spongebob and they're playing a thousand episodes a day. So I think forever. this is the difference. I
1: think this is why it wasn't a big part of my childhood because Nickelodeon is not a, it's not a free channel. It's, it's, ah, it's a, You didn't have it's a, Sky. I did not have Sky. Right. For our, for our global listeners Ooh. who don't know about Sky... I'm sure you do if you, if you like Sky Sports and stuff. But um, yeah, I, I, we did not pay the absolute ridiculous premium of Sky, no matter how much I pleaded with mum and dad to get Sky, because of all the shows we could watch, and my auntie and mm. uncle had it. So like very occasionally I'd go around and watch stuff on there, um, but they lived three hours away in Manchester, so it, well, it wasn't ideal. Um, couldn't just it's pop rough. around. Um, <laughs> just so just pop around for an episode SpongeBob. of Spongebob. <laughs> yeah, um, don't know why I'd be having coffee as a ten-year-old, but sure, why not? Because um, they're banned on lots of whiskey. SpongeBob would be great. Um, He's teething.
0: Give him some more whiskey. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yes, I didn't really. I, I've seen. I think I th- I've probably seen more through like memes and cutaways and like parodies and stuff. Yeah. It seems to have like
0: the humor SpongeBob, that SpongeBob has this offers. Whole kind of. Um, other world of SpongeBob, which is like it exists through Twitter, it exists through the internet. Yes, every yes. single situation you could feasibly think of, there's a SpongeBob reaction gif or scene that yeah. applies to it. And I've not seen any other show ever have such a broad application to terminally online people. Like The Simpsons was almost there. But SpongeBob yeah. has just that much more random and specific humor that can just apply yeah. to anything. And I, I think mean, that's maybe... a big reason why it survived so long.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I think maybe I'm biased, but I think Friends does a good job of that as well. I feel like. Yeah, true. Because, I mean, I'm obsessed with it. So I'm always going to the Friends quotes. But I think because that is so you know, slice of life-esque, mm. there are loads and loads of opportunities that Friends memes just come back around and around. And that, again, keeps that true. life. Just, just like SpongeBob. Um, just to go yeah. through some of the names of people who have written songs for SpongeBob SquarePants. Oh, the here we go. Musical. David Bowie. Oh, God. John no. Legend. What? Yeah. There's a C- Bowie song Cine in Loper. there. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and then I don't. Uh, Joe Perry, I've heard of, but I don't know many of the these others. Ti.
0: Sarah... Sorry, I'm still trying to get over the fact that Dave. Do you mean like it's a David Bowie song, or do you mean David Bowie wrote a song? For the Spongebob musical. Because they are two very different things.
1: And he wrote a song for the musical.
0: I hate it here. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: You're telling me one uh, of...
0: When When did this musical come out? When did it first come out? Because this is going to really affect how I'm seeing this this show. Because if one of David Bowie's last living act was to write oh, a song... Oh, Joe Perry. God Joe damn, Perry is
1: of... Stephen Tyler and Joe Perry of Aerosmith. They, they, they also wrote a song.
0: Oh, um, good. Good. I hate it. David Barry, SpongeBob. Oh, please tell me this was...
1: According to apparently music David... on vinyl, so did Panic! at the Disco,
0: Plain White Tees. Holy... what? And apparently David Barry was in an episode of SpongeBob.
1: Well, that would make sense. In 2007. Sense. Just... just, just... Paying it back.
0: Oh my god. I don't want to keep pulling at these threads because it's just going to end up And the
1: song by David... Yeah, oh my god. With original songs written by so-and-so, 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 and and a song by David Bowie. Oh my god. That makes it sound like it's not original, though. And a song by David Bowie.
0: SpongeBob music. Yeah, because it
1: says, with original songs written by all of these people...
0: And a yeah. song by David Bowie, featuring yeah, uh, it says mm. featuring songs from David Bowie. But come on, I didn't you're, hear like, you're, you're... That wasn't like a SpongeBob mean, like, song.
1: Yeah, the, the, everything was a SpongeBob song. Like there was nothing. Wasn't like they just randomly burst into into like heroes oh. or something. Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. What? Wait. Uh does it say I've got the sounds the the um the playlist here. Uh this is great listening, I'm sure. Oh basically. yeah, no, like people On are. On the edge of your seats to like, find out. Like whilst
0: we're furiously like, googling things. I mean I can't I can't find... Barry was a Spongebob fan, appearing in an episode of the show as the Emperor Lord Royal Highness. His song with Brian Eno... Uh, no Enno, Control. No Control appears in the new musical.
1: By David Bowie and Brian Eno. What?
0: So is that is No Control a Bowie song? I guess so, yes. We've well, well, we, we found the mystery. Anyway, to drag us kicking and screaming back into the main point of this... <laughs> weird celebrity song choices aside how was it like how was the musical itself um you were there i guess for maybe a couple of hours was it good no absolutely (laughs)
1: Um, no god no it wasn't um i'm i'm very happy that i will never have to watch that again and that i but i'm also glad that i've seen it because you know FOMO and sort of just expose it's like you, you always watch bad animes, very and true. And An- that was a slip, bad anime, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> why not both? Um, why not? Uh, yeah, you always say how you'd like to watch bad anime so that you can sort of have those things to compare it to, so that you just, yeah. just get the full picture and spectrum of um, mm. of, of, of anime culture. And I think I'm very similar in that, like, I always like to try things once, uh, um, yeah give it a go you know give everything a go try things um because you only live once oh god i can't believe it just oh now. god i um, just yolo you, on but, this podcast i did just y- yolo yeah
0: um just brought down gareth
1: but i mean we're talking about spongebob musicals i mean this <laughs> yeah, is also true gareth honest.
0: gates is there <laughs> like the bar is pretty low to begin with <laughs> oh don't don't beat on G- gareth gates i love him. he's fine he's a six out of ten yeah. as a human
1: yeah, but he's oh, he's a nice guy. Um, so yeah, it wasn't great. Like the, I, I what I will say is this is nothing against the performers. The performers threw their all into it. You know, this is a Broadway musical that is touring, and they, they are have done their damnedest to to be as enthusiastic and as um, as you know, they've got some really good singers in there. The, the talent is pretty good. Um, we this watched is the shame Understudy that they're stuck for, with for the, SpongeBob.
0: Uh with the the material (laughs) well that's
1: the thing like like the 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 singers are good the performances are good um that you can and one of the reasons we went to see it was because um my wife really likes one of the performers who is hannah lowther who was in the heathers musical and she was like she's done loads she's got quite quite good credentials and Lucy's obsessed with the Heathers musical, and she was she's the only person to have ever played all of the Heathers because there's three Heathers in it and she's played them at different times. And so there's this whole backstory as to why she really wanted to and she was basically watching her the whole time. So yeah. like, you know, good good performers, really solid. But the what the performing SpongeBob, right? And <laughs> like At the end of the day, it's still Spongebob. At the end of the day, that's what it was. And <laughs> honestly, for something that's come from Broadway. I genuinely think our the, the local pantomime is better written and better wow written. like I didn't the story was weak like the narrative sort of got there towards the end but it wasn't particularly clear where it was going so for people um, who
0: haven't seen it like what is yeah. the, the, the general the, plot so of the arc this how have we musicalised
1: Bot- there is a volcano under Bikini Bottom that is going to erupt okay um Oh, you know, they've also got um, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold. Go. Arnold someone? No, 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 no. <laughs> the guy off uh, Good Morning Britain. Um, he he's, he does the... Uh, he's, anyway. Arnold, Stephen Arnold. No. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Um, so uh, where was I? Oh, yeah. So Bikini Bottom, there's a volcano. It's going to erupt okay. and everyone's panicking and everyone's like, what are we going to do? And there's the government, and they make a govern. They make some anti-government um, quips, you know,
0: bash the government. You know, oh,
1: it's always the did, government's fault. Or, oh, did we bikini always trust bottom the
0: government. Ever have a government before this? <sighs> I thought it had like a couple of houses and a yes. burger place. That was that was Bikini yes. Bottom in my mind's <laughs> eye. I didn't realize there was going to plank- be some judicial like. Law yeah, yeah, yeah. dropped into this musical that's like integral to understanding the SpongeBob world, but here we are. Yeah.
1: So then, so then they're, they're trying to figure out what to do, and plankton and um, what's the squirrel called? Sandy. 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 Sandy the squirrel. Um, comes up. She's a scientist, obviously. So she comes up with yes. a uh a, a way to fix the volcano to turn it into bubbles, and um, plankton's like. <laughs> this I, this is an opportunity for me to hypnotize everyone because what do fish do when they're scared? They all get together and then I can hypnotize them all.
0: Mm.
1: I don't really, there's no plan to, there's nothing like, we don't know how he's going to hypnotize them. He's just going to get them together. And then um, they're building like an escape pod at the same time. Is this still in
0: service of him getting the Krabby Patty recipe or is he just trying Not to- Not mentioned once.
1: Really? Not mentioned
0: once. Not even... Yeah. That's like his crabby party trait.
1: Right? It's not mentioned once, and it's not... It's not even... The recipe itself isn't mentioned by anyone. Um, and basically, it's this weird battle between... Plankton, who wants to get them all together... And, and I think he's the one organising the evacuation, because they're going to... Um, they're going somewhere where he's named a place where he's going to take them so okay. I think he's trying to get them somewhere and Spongebob and the gang are trying to not do that and go up the mountain and they eventually, there's lots of like every, there's a bit of um, I, guessed, I guess I um, guess you're outsider sort of you're not from here to Sandy because she's a surface dweller so Ooh. they don't want to believe her Um Patrick gets taken by a cult. What? Um, what? So, the, yeah, there's a there's a cult of um, Patrick worshippers that think he's like the Messiah and start worshipping him and believing his every word. And he's just like, hey, this is great. So he goes off with them to, like, live the life of a Messiah, um, a saviour. <laughs> to live the life and... of a Messiah. Okay. So, meanwhile, SpongeBob falls out with him for abandoning him, and him and Sandy go up the mountain.
0: To and of block course, the these are all now. not the SpongeBob and Patrick and everything that we know. These are humans who are cosplaying as SpongeBob and Patrick and whatnot. They're 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 humans yeah. people. They're not sponges and stars.
1: Correct. Um, although Gary is a snail, there is a just a plushy, just, just of a big Gary the snail plushy Gary. Okay. Oh okay. it's not even big it's just a plushie on the stage and um like some of the costumes are really fun and i i will give some of them credit like uh plankton he's dressed in like imagine like loki he, he looks a bit like loki he's got like big his hair's gelled up on two spikes his eye is in the middle of his chest like a superhero something uh-huh. <laughs> and then he's got a tiny little model plankton on his foot, on his heel. So, like, at the beginning when he comes out, he just sticks his foot out from behind the set and it's like this tiny little plankton. And then he comes out and he's the real plankton.
0: Right. So,
1: like, that was quite quite a good bit. SpongeBob's outfit's fine. He's just wearing a yellow shirt with a red tie and some brown shorts and it looks SpongeBobby. You can tell who he's supposed to be. Um, Patrick, boy, that's not a good costume. Yeah, He's got a pink beanie. A pink beanie. With, and... He's got a pink beanie and, like, a very light pink t-shirt, oversized, uh-huh. with a dark pink undersleeve, and then he's wearing these, like, shorts, actually, not too dissimilar to what I'm wearing, I'm not going to climb on, but, like, just <laughs> some, climb. you know, he's got his, his green, his green and purple
0: I'm patchy shorts. I'm looking at it, it a bit now.
1: Faded. Oh, are you looking at it now? Yeah, okay. It's...
0: Good. Yeah, no, that is bad. Sponge, right? SpongeBob I can see, looks... I, I would question why he's wearing plaid trousers. Oh, have you just Googled it? Yeah. I'm, I'm Okay, with the floral shirt and stuff, that's
1: not even, that's not what he was wearing either. He wasn't even that's wearing like that. That's
0: like a different... Because that's bad. Even no, just that's... looking at that, that's just that's like...
1: That's San Francisco.
0: Yeah. Um... The SpongeBob costume annoys me a bit because one, if, he's not wearing type... glasses and two, they're not shorts. They're... He's just wearing trousers. Or three so we quarters, saw it,
1: I guess. We saw it in Norwich. We saw it in Norwich. If you ty- type in Patrick Star Musical Norwich, um, the first image is the cast that we saw.
0: Patrick Star, Norwich.
1: Go. So you can see SpongeBob in the middle, Patrick Star on the right. They're all stood there facing. And you can see, don't know why we didn't do this at the beginning, you can see Plankton and stuff as well.
0: Uh, oh, there he is. The oh, God oh oh no mm, it's right. like like i just saw the san francisco cast and it's like yeah. oh i can see that that's spongebob but it's like you know adapted for humans this looks like the craigslist version of that <laughs> it's just yeah. oh what do we have in the back oh, i don't know patrick's yeah. just wearing a beanie in a I just whatever he found at Primark. With a star on. Mr. Krabs is yeah, just wearing does, a red right? t-shirt. What is this? What is any of this? It's awful. <laughs> oh, Will. I it, wouldn't even have paid £10 great, pounds for it? this.
1: Well, I know. But, like, I've seen it now. Look, I think, apparently, there was a, there was a lot to do with the costumes that were supposed to be a message and, and the scenery as well. There was supposed to be a message about littering in the oceans and, um, you know, looking after our planet and sort of stuff like that, which I am fully on board with.
0: Yeah. We have a My problem with
1: it is they didn't explain any of that in the show and it wasn't a plot point in the show at all. They didn't mention it once. Yikes. So, like, if you're going to make Save Our Oceans your, your, your sort of inspiration your to your
0: thing.
1: costume design... And then people will understand, oh, that's quirky. They've reused, they've recycled, Hmm. they've repurposed all of this stuff. Great. But when you don't mention it, it just looks cheap. It does look cheap. I looked at that and I thought... Their volcano was made out of plastic bottles and stuff that had been cut up. So you couldn't tell they were plastic bottles, but they were recycled plastic. And it just looked like, that's a really bad volcano. Like Mm. I'm not really sure what you're going with here. And... Without that un- overarching message of like, like they could have done a whole plot around. Oh my God, there's litter coming down from the. I'm sure they've done that in SpongeBob. Yeah. Like this whole save our oceans plot line. but instead they've got this really convoluted. Plankton's wants to hypnotize everyone, but we don't really know why. He's just trying to take over at the minute.
0: Yeah. And then his whole thing's meant to be like, I ends- just want sales. I want. I want money. I want to outsell the Krusty Krab. Like, that's his whole thing, but this sounds like he's just a bit more... Doesn't he
1: want the recipe in order to take over the world? No, he... he is
0: still an evil genius. Right? He wants the recipe so that the chum bucket can be the, the leading fast food place in Bikini Bottom. Like, he just... He... So he is passionate about burgers? Yeah, I think he's pretty passionate about burgers, to be honest. You know, <laughs> okay. I can't fault him for that. Just wanted to check, you know? <laughs>
1: yeah. Um... Yeah, I mean, and he like the the singing, like I say, was really good. There was, um, especially the female cast. Um, I I don't want to be too harsh on SpongeBob because he was the understudy. He was stepping yeah. in. Yeah, um, he was giving it his best got, go. Uh, I think as ill. Yeah, and he did a good job. He knew he knew all his lines. He knew where to be. His his voice wasn't as powerful as potentially it could have mm. been, and um, for a lead. But he um he was good. Like he was a good singer, and. Everyone else was pretty good. I didn't really rate Patrick, but I did rate um, the 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 squirrel Sandy, Sandy. Yeah, and yeah. Um, who else? The, oh, the the one who played the whale. Um, oh, Pearl, Pearl. Mr. Uh, Pearl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She was very good. Um, a good singer. Yeah. So some really some good talent, but overall, it's just not. I like. I it genuinely a lot of the jokes as well mm. felt felt
0: lazy uh. like a
1: lot of the writing felt lazy it felt like we've just got the generic fish puns that we've used in in pantomime for the past 50 years mm-hmm. and it there was nothing that sort of made me there was like one or two things that made me chuckle and usually i'll be able to throw myself into anything that's silly and sort of you know punny and stuff but it just felt a bit tired and almost like a bit yeah lazy, lazy. It, it felt lazy like for you to make this work i feel like if you get given spongebob you You're have to, be to go all out, right? Off the wall. It's yeah, gonna be to the go most all out and wild be like, of Just Bob. make it
0: unique. This from what
1: Yeah, and it's got a from plot wise, it like they've tried to go for it, it feels almost like a high like um I don't know, a, a an A level sort of production where they've sort of <laughs> They've gone been given the theme trunks, of like, like, Oh SpongeBob. we need a we need a big <laughs>
0: and they've tried to run yeah. with that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, right, we need to make it... A, it's it's a performance, it's a big one, so we need to make it a disaster. So let's put a volcano there and have them try and save the whole of Bikini yeah. Bottom. And it's like, doesn't that just feel like the plot of every sort of, you know, go-to-movie, want-to-money-grab yeah. situation?
0: Just like, like, how, like do we anime make, how do we raise the stakes? Oh, there's going to be a volcano that explodes. Like, yeah. you've got to save the day from that. Yeah, it just sounds, from what you've explained, like... A Spongebob special that instead of just being an animated thing which could kind of raise the ideas up, has been kind of held back by the fact that real people have to do it. Um, yeah. So I guess kind of... Potentially, but I mean
1: I don't know. They, they're, they're making musicals of all sorts and I think if you can do like wizard stuff and do like Marvel stuff, they should be able to do... I, I just think they... Yeah mate maybe maybe you need the anim- animation stuff because they did try to do like some cartoony moments where like mm-hmm. you know like the classic someone runs off the screen later than they needed to and screaming after the event has happened they did like yeah. little bits like that um where like someone faints after the everyone's been knocked unconscious except for one person and they look at the camera and then drop to the floor mm. it's like that sort of theatrical sort of bits that work well on in cartoons and maybe don't translate as well, but like, have you seen any of the SpongeBob movies? Yeah, I've watched the, the the first SpongeBob... one
0: with David Hasselhoff, like, the, and they they do the big musical number at the end, like that. That was pretty good. Oh, the yeah,
1: yeah, but they've done like they've done some newer ones that are all animated. That there, there's not it's not real, it's not um live action or anything. But the plots are really like cool. They like I'm sure there's one where like they go they end up in. Like underwater Vegas and stuff. Yeah, is that um, the three D one? And like someone gets kidnapped. Yeah, yeah, maybe, yeah. And that was I quite enjoyed that. Um I just think you get given a property like SpongeBob and
0: you You, you gotta go big.
1: Go, you just gotta go You've just go gotta go it. It.
0: absolutely
1: But not like but it but not big in terms of like the disaster thing. And I think that's where they've sort of yeah. missed that. I think they've it's almost like two paint by numbers, we've got this property let's do these things and send it out there. Mm. Like, the songs weren't even that good.
0: Like, genuinely, they weren't that good considering that You go to see a Broadway show, you want the music to actually, you know, hit you in in some way. Like, I feel... Yeah. Even even the worst things I've seen on stage had good music. Like, even if the the set design, the costume design, or the acting wasn't there, even, like the worst pantomimes I've seen, they've nailed the music. Because yeah. Because that's the draw. You're here to see good yeah. music performed and and sung by competent singers. If you're saying that this wasn't, mm. like, emotional, if it wasn't getting a reaction out of yeah. you, then what... It was sung by competent singers, but the songs themselves
1: did not have... You're not humming them a few have days ...have anything later. that I would... Exp- no, absolutely not. There was one main song... And then they did, like, at the very end, they all came out and they sung the SpongeBob theme tune, which wasn't even satisfying because mm. they sort of sped it up and did a sort of rockier version that didn't even have the, the opening.
0: Oh, the pirate. Oh, the who lives in a pineapple under the sea.
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh. Didn't do any of that. And there was a pirate there. They had a pirate come out at three times throughout the musical, who was just sort of like randomly there, and he was clearly a, hom- a homage to, to the, the guy, the, the the start of the theme yeah. tune. And he did at one point go, um, "Are you ready, kids?" Um, and half the audience went, aye I, I, Captain," and the other one, other half went,
0: "Yes." yes. <laughs> and we were just like, oh. "Please make okay. your your clearly receive prompts more clear." <laughs>
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. So to Um, kind of wrap it it, up, there just wasn't a. Thinking of this, I'd like you to give two scores for this. Um, The first score as just you going to a musical and experiencing this, and then a score as almost like an episode of SpongeBob. So your experience just seeing a musical versus how is this as a SpongeBob story.
1: As a musical, this is like a 3 out of 10. This is Whoa. not.
0: <laughs>
1: and again, Yikes. no discredit to the actors and actresses or do we just say actors now? I don't know whether that actually stuck when we when acting people. Out. Yeah. The uh the people on on the stage did a very good job. Um but it just wasn't great in terms of everything else. Um and as far as a, an episode of SpongeBob goes, if you if you could condense this down into a 20, like a 20 minute,
0: minute show, show,
1: then maybe it would be like a, a six or a seven, sort of like a standard oh, okay. episode. Just a normal
0: uh, kind of Comedy Garden, SpongeBob tale.
1: Yeah, yeah, Um because there were some jokes and if you put them all in succession, you know, back to back. I think the the, the beauty of things like The Simpsons and Spongebob and all of those sorts of things is it's just so rapid fire. Joke, 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 mm. joke. And, you know, if you can do that, then it's you're going to have a lot of hits. And there were a couple of hits in it, but spread out over like a t- two and a half hour production, half which hours. has an interval and stuff. Um, was just, I don't know if it was two and a half hours, but we it was long enough to
0: have an interval. <laughs> um, it was long enough for me to go and get more beer. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, So yeah, it, it, yeah. It's it's
1: it's a thing. It's 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 out there and well done. It exists. It, it exists, well, um, it, it, and that's the that you...
0: the highest praise we can huh. give to it. So well played. Um, with all that in mind. Um, yes. Any last thoughts on the SpongeBob musical? Would you give it a strong recommendation? I'm guessing probably not from what you've said so far. Is there any last things that you've got to say about it? Um, no, just you know,
1: if you're gonna, if you're going to exploit a franchise um, to make more money, mm-hmm. do it better. <laughs> do it better. Be greedy in a mind better way. Being exploited i do not mind being exploited if i have a good time doing it you know
0: i've been to see the flash um, i know what it's like to be exploited
1: (laughs) like look at the mario movie the mario bro movie people really enjoyed that clearly a money grab like no one's no one's questioning it look at this thing that you know you you have a business it's fine just make it good put yeah do better right
0: moving on Okay, well, this week we are looking at a brand new anime. One that has only just finished uh, in the past couple of weeks. We are looking at Hell's Paradise. Um, what's going on here? Yeah. What is this anime about? Okay, so firstly, full disclosure,
1: I was not excited to watch this because... Really? Um, I, I, I'd just been to the theatre to watch like a phenomenal performance of Spongebob the musical. <laughs> and on return... <laughs> it was quite late at night and I was like, do I really want to
0: sit down and watch I have a brand to do new this? anime? You're getting like a message yeah. halfway through the show just like, this week we're watching Hell's Paradise. And like, oh, but could it possibly match the cinema that is unfolding before me?
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I went into it, but, 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 but I thought I'd give it a chance. I sat down, ready. Mm-hmm. Put it on the big screen. There and you go. Within the first... Like thirty seconds, I was hooked within like the first first minute. Oh, mate, this show is I love it. I love
0: you're it. You're a fan, and, and okay, yeah, I'm a fan.
1: And also partly biased again because I because of the because of the motorbike steaming through with the Mappa
0: logo straight <laughs> yeah, on the back. The you're just like, oh, I know Mappa. Like,
1: <laughs> I know Mappa, and I googled it, and I was like mapper oh my goodness Dude, that is like attack on titan have... <laughs> well oh, i'm gonna do it now because like you have... you obviously choose our shows for what we watch I do. we have seen a lot of, of mapper
0: we have and and this speaks to a lot of uh, how mapper is recently like just before you go into your love for yes. this studio i think yeah. Your opinion on MAPPA is the opinion that's held by quite a lot of people. It is held in very, very high regard. Because MAPPA Mm. exploded onto the scene in 2012, which is kind of unheard of for kind of anime studios. Usually you've got a bit of pedigree going back a bit earlier. But they arrived, they dropped Kids on the Slope, which was an incredible show, directed by the guy who did Cowboy Bebop, And then they went on to do Terran Resonance. They did Punchline. They did Yuri on Ice. They did... Zombieland Saga they did Dodoro, they did Kakiguri they did the God of High School they did Jujutsu Kaisen they picked up Attack on Titan they did Zombieland Saga Revenge they're doing Chainsaw Man of all things and then they're like what if we do Hell's Paradise as well? watch me watch me juggle these massive franchises MAPPA is an institution built on the back of absolutely nothing and they've got the chops to back it up like yeah Everything they touch, seemingly Crazy. is good. So two at the other very things least. that you,
1: that, that you uh, didn't mention, because I was like, it's just taking all of the shows that I was going to mention. But that's fine. They are all awesome shows and all ones that we have watched on here. Um, did you mention Kakaguri?
0: Yes. Kakaguri and Kakaguri XX um, and all the spin offs. Vinland Saga 2. Yes. 2. And, and this was a massive thing. So with Mapper. We've talked about Attack on Titan before, obviously, in extended detail. We love Attack on Titan here. And Attack on Titan started with a studio called Wit Studio who are known for creating beautiful anime. They are known for making some of the best in the business. And they left Attack on Titan because of the pressure of creating such a good production and gave it to MAPPA. And Mm. the same thing happened with Vinland Saga. Wit Studio started doing Vinland Saga Season 1 and I've just finished watching season two of Vinland Saga. Might be one of the best seasons of anime I have ever watched. Farmland Saga is kino. It is cinema. Wow. It is peak. And Mappa just got it. And I'm like, how yeah, do you keep doing this? Incredible. They're just
1: they're just phenomenal. Like they honestly, I think what it comes down to is it's just like for whatever reason, they just got the complete pairing of an, an investment, an investor that like yep. knows exactly what direction they want to go in. Like whoever's like leading the production company, but also just pairing that with talent and yes. just amazing talent that just Absolutely. knows exactly how to perform. Um And I, I don't think, I don't think you can ever predict that. I think that's no. like potentially just a lot of hard work from the people in recruitment and, and working on that mm. side of things. But you never know whether it's going to land and i think they just found like like it'd be interesting to see like if they're if, like certain people move on from the company if like a, a particular um artist moves on or a particular um like i don't know i don't know enough about the company about the company <laughs> to know how they're structured the infrastructure of, a, of a, an anime company but do you know what i mean like if certain certain yeah. name household names decide oh i'm gonna go somewhere else or whatever if, if the quality drops and all that sort of stuff.
0: But what you say is very interesting so. because it's exactly that. Like when Villain Saga uh, left Wit Studio every single creative from season one left and moved to MAPPA in order to keep Whoa. the feel of the show. So even though the studio changed the team behind it was the same because MAPPA had just has that level of clout to bring people in. And so they use the same team. So what do, what does MAPPA do differently then?
1: Where does, it, where does that change lie between the two if they've got the same creatives?
0: Mm. Um, one part of it is probably production committee and the amount of money going into it and the amount that people are being paid. Um, you don't often hear stories from MAPPA about animators being pushed to the brink or um, not being paid for the, the contributions that they make. Um, also as well whoever's the producer there is bringing in these directors like Who Park and Watanabe who just are staples of the industry. And if you've got somebody who has clout joining a studio, more people are going to flock to you and ask mm-hmm. to be uh, animators yeah. for, okay, I'll come and I'll do uh, three months of work for a 30 second cut of animation. Like people want to yeah. be part of MAPPA. And it's, it's, it's why, um... yeah, go on. And and this is why it all kind of comes together into Hell's Paradise, which is an oddball of a show in that it came out in Weekly Shonen Jump as a manga and only ran for 13 volumes before ending. So this is a show that is complete in terms of um, the manga side of things. And the anime now just has this well of, okay, I have a complete story. How can I present that story in the best way possible and we'll do it season by season? So as of uh, episode 13, which is the end of where we are right now with Hell's Paradise, yeah, we have maybe the first one or two volumes adapted, like completely. So we could be seeing Hell's Paradise popping back up for the next kind of five to six years if the adaptation pacing... Wow goes this way and, yeah, and with that. these first few episodes people want to see it like it's it's pretty popular and what was it about it that kind of drew you into it like i know that, that i was into it because it's just shonen but as our novice what kind of drew you into this shonen versus um a few weeks ago with it to black clover which we kind of you kind of bounced mm. off of the movie what is it about this that's different um wow
1: that's a very good question um i think a lot of it speaks to the feel of the show you know the way they the, the, the way they pace it um the, the way that it feels dark it mm. feels edgy um you've got the opening scene of someone trying to behead this guy yeah. and talking about like decapitating someone and giving you that sort of like biological understanding of how hard it is to sever someone's neck yeah. and then showing someone trying to do that and failing it's like oh okay so this guy's this guy's like super strong got super, like almost got impenetrable skin um it, it alludes to like just tr- training like he's just yeah. been trained to be that strong
0: <laughs> i'm just um, built different which is
1: crazy um yeah yeah um and but it doesn't like it's not like a super it's not like a cliche sort of superpower. It's not like he's really big and strong and muscly. Mm, and it's not like... Um, he's very lean. And it's not... It's also not like... I don't know. Like, you don't... When it when it, when they smash the sword against his neck, it's not like you see a big glint of blue or like... A, yeah, he's not a using sort some of. sort of
0: like power. It's just... My neck muscles yeah. are just that... Um, dense.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, also, there's sort of... The whole plot around... Him and, and the way they reveal certain things, you know, you sense that there's a lot hidden going on here, and there's a lot that we don't understand. Mm. So there's a lot of mystery that keeps keeps you engaged. Um, the so our main character, Gabimari, mm-hmm. um is is a very interesting character in that he seemed. It, it, it almost bordered on getting a bit repetitive when he was like talking about how yeah. I just want to die. Why won't I die? I just want to die, um, which it 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 was able to catch that right before it became too much, too much, yeah, and be like, hold on a minute, maybe I don't
0: want to die. <laughs> maybe I do love my wife. Maybe I'm a wife guy, which again is like also just the fact yeah. that he has a wife makes this immediately more ac- like not maybe not accessible, but compared to other Sharon that we've watched, like oh, he has a love interest that he's married to and is committed to. There's no will they, won't they. And like, no. having Sagiri as the uh, the female lead, it's like, oh, I don't have to worry about mm. some forced romance coming in here. I can just appreciate the fact that yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to work together and Mario wants to get back to his wife. Like, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> More of this, please. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, so I don't know what, like... I've got a few questions as to how this whole thing came about. Okay. And maybe it'll be answered. Maybe I've missed it. Um, but like, he's been captured mm-hmm. because he wanted to leave the village and live a life of peace with his wife. Yeah. And then he gave up, basically. Like, did he think his wife had died? Did he think that his wife had sort of moved on? Or like, because it's when he finds out that she's still out there and still and still waiting for him and expecting him to, him to come. That's when he sort of like accepts the fact, oh no, I do want to live and I want to be with her and that's my one goal in life. Mm. You know, that that all makes sense. But before that, he must have, like, I thought that she was going to die. And to be honest, one of my outlandish predictions is going to be that he does all this, succeeds, and the chief, his her father actually killed her mm. it was like that that's it you you for whatever you know like because he says that family you know you shouldn't even there's a, there's a quote that the
0: ninja shouldn't have family the, or something right. yeah,
1: yeah and like emotion makes weapon. you weak even to your own family even to your own blood mm. um so i've got i can see the daughter dying being murdered whatever um and then that like kickstarting the new arc like it's after the first arc, and now it's like a, like a the revenge
0: yeah, arc. Yeah, they like get a, off the island, they come a, back, John Wick. It's like, You killed my wife. <laughs> yeah. back, bang,
1: bang, bang. Give yeah, Gabriel exactly. Maru a gun as well. Um, so. <laughs> yeah. So before before that, was there any sort of clarification around whether he just had given up for whatever so reason?
0: So, um, as far as I can remember, the idea is that he went out on a mission um, that was given to him by the, the village chief and during that mission he was captured and right. the idea is when a shinobi is captured, you're supposed to just you, you don't give out any information about the village you accept your death and, and whatever but because Gabimari was so strong, he couldn't fulfil that part of I've been captured, I just I just die so he's waiting for somebody to kill him and we see that in episode 2 when or right. uh, maybe even episode 1 when Sagadi Finally, okay. like, gets serious and tries to slice him, and then he reacts. He's like, So, up until now, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. been captured. So, it's just be- so it's not the
1: fact that he's actually given up on life, but that's what he's been trained yeah, to do. Yeah, it's he's like it- if a
0: ninja is captured, yeah. you accept the punishment, you don't say a single thing, but he's just waiting for the punishment to actually work because <laughs> <laughs> he's so OP. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah.
1: Okay, cool. Um, there's also the fact that he's got... Um, he's got ninja... Fire magic. And can just, um, just use fire magic. Yeah, yeah, sure. Why, why not? <laughs> um, doesn't really seem like he should be able no. to do that. It seems that he's already OP yep. enough. He's already but, um... like
0: surviving flames and like balls trying to pull him apart. Like, Why do you need extra things to top I love... Of it? love... Yeah. Oh, yeah, they try to yeah. boil him, oh, don't they? Whatever, he like... is OP. Yeah, fine, whatever. Yeah
1: yeah just brush it off um mate this this show is weird like to a point where like it gets to episode three and i like i say i had to watch i want to know because i had to find out what
0: happened. What was it what was the moment that you were thinking i need to watch the next episode what, what was the event because when i was going back through it and watching it again i thought oh yeah it's interesting but i couldn't pinpoint an exact moment that made me think oh i have to watch the next episode like what was it for you in these first three
1: well i think was it the uh, dude chopping uh, it's, it's, it's his arm an obvious one it's that was dope that was that so was badass cool. um, <laughs> to the yeah yeah the, the guy gets stung by this weird faced bug and um he he susses it out straight away Is like hold on a minute
0: yeah nah this ain't gonna
1: end well for me so he chops his hand off and the hand sprouts the flowers Mm. so it's clearly like a poison or an infection that takes over the body and then that makes it feel a lot more real as opposed to ethereal Mm. and um, because it's supposed to be like heaven and like the afterlife paradise isn't it so it brings it back down to hold on a minute this is not like you go here and this happens to you you can avoid it it's just very difficult. Um, and you may lose limbs in the
0: process. Yes. It kind of um, sets that tone.
1: That right? I mean, that that whole Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it sets that tone that people are gonna die. I mean, I think the at the end of the day, this is a battle royale, isn't it? Yeah. It's 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 a battle royale Welcome to the on Ireland. an island that has its own threats. Here's
0: X amount of criminals, and... X amount of executioners, and who's gonna make it to the end?
1: Yeah, and and some of it's a bit comical in like the character designs. You've got the big, bro- big yeah. guy that sleeps and just couldn't do anything because <laughs> nothing can pierce his skin. You've got like ninjas, and you've got a mixture of different characters that all seem very unique in their fighting styles and things like that, and what they use to persuade um, and mm. um,
0: get their own way. Yeah. As we find out with one of them. and that was all sort <laughs> of quite. Yeah,
1: I think that that that's um one thing that doesn't necessarily hook me because i'm um, we see that all over, don't we? We see that in all different yeah. types of shonen, but the way that this show it, it goes at such a pace, like we don't we we see like it's it's very clear what it is, and again we've we've praised a lot of shows for knowing what mm. it is, and when they have that sort of ring on the beach where it's like, right, we need to showcase these people's powers. Oh, yeah. It doesn't the, the feel big, uh, shoehorned in. It's like, right, we haven't got enough people. We, we don't have enough space on the boat. So
0: whoever whoever lives out take this. It, take each other out. Yeah, off you go. And yeah. I, I love that because twofold, we get to see like the blonde-haired dude and the big dude showing that they are a threat but we also get to see a bit more of Gabby Mario's character in that he sits out of most of it until it kind of spreads to the beach. Yeah. And then we get that brilliant and really well directed scene of him I think he bites a guy and then like he's throwing his head back. Bites a guy, tears a guy's Yeah, and then
1: like with his teeth.
0: Usually you see that kind of scene some guy standing in the twilight hours throwing his hair back the water's flailing but it's him with a bit of a guy's neck in his mouth. And you're like, this guy, he's yeah. going to do anything for this, this goal. And he's our protagonist. He's the poster boy. And
1: yeah. And, and they, they, they comment on it, don't they? They say like, that was, that was brutal. Mm. Like he's got no finesse and he just turns around. And he's like, Oh, did you want it to look? Yeah. pretty? It's like, like this is murder. Like, what do you want me to do? What do <laughs> you want about it? Like, yeah, you can make it. Yeah. He, he, and and uh, honestly, that whole that that whole thing got me really thinking, and I think that's like a very good question to ask. It, it's a very good mm. critique of a lot of things that people hold quite sacred. Like even just focusing on like the samurai and their way of sort of um, doing things cleanly, mm. and and you know, you look at like um, I don't know, loads loads of shows where it's all about like the art of killing and doing things. To put people out of their misery Mm. and doing things uh, spiritually, and it's at the end of the day, it's murder. And I mean, um, you know, you can make it looks clean and pretty, but it doesn't make it any different. He's just like he doesn't want to do it, and he's just doing it in the most effective way. He he doesn't care. He's doing
0: it in the most effective way, and he doesn't care about honor or tradition or anything like that. If we look at shows like. Jujutsu Kaisen or Demon Slayer, where it's you have to execute the monster in a very specific way, and the enemies usually get this kind of mm. um epilogue of oh how sad my life was for this, that, and the next thing. Versus yeah, here, yeah, yeah. Gabimaru he avoids killing until it's literally the only option he has left, and then he does it in the fastest way possible. He's been told, don't take off your handcuffs. He's been told don't remove the mask or whatever, and he just goes, okay, so how do I survive the situation? I bite a guy's neck out. (laughs) And it's... Yep. And as a protagonist, to do that, a a pragmatic protagonist, it's new, it's fresh, it's different. But... there is also
1: the fact that although he is pushed to Mm. kill, he is ruthless with it. There is no holding back. Once he decides he's going to kill, because like that scene in the in the arena, the first guys like, wait, you said you weren't going to fight. And he's like, yeah, but then you kind of you're pushing me to it. He doesn't give the guys any chance mm. to retreat or change their mind. The guys are backing off, and he's like, well, yeah. he He monologues. He's like, well, you know, I didn't want to do it. I'm not going to like it. Blah 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 blah. But I guess I'm going to have to kill you. And then, and then he, he kills it. him. And then the guys behind him. Turn and try and get away, and he's ah. like, "No, no, 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 no! You, you said you, you you were in on this at the beginning. You, you, you've made your bed now. I am that you've t- too t- bad, mate. so sad. T- t- you've made your choice. You've made your bed, and, and I'm uh, gonna kill you. Yeah, he, d- he takes them out, takes them all out. And it's like, okay, so yeah, you, you you've made your point pretty pretty evident from that first guy, but you could have mm. shown mercy, and he clearly doesn't believe no. in mercy." He does, he does not believe not. in mercy. It's
0: you. You mess with yeah. Gavin Mari, you which get which is
1: cool as well. Like it's it's ruthless. I think. Like and, and again, again, sorry. Just just one more thing. One more example Absolutely. of that that being very clear and showing this character off in a, in a different light to potentially other protagonists is when he literally tries to kill yes. Sagari. Episode three,
0: he like picks up the sword in, in, on the island. He's just been with her. The whole idea is that they're meant to be surviving together. And he's just bested an opponent, and then goes. But what if I kill somebody else though? And then he just runs at Sagari. Yeah, but what if I kill her? Yeah, She's I, like I need to, like, I need to get the uh, elixir. I need to go home. I need to the logic find is a my bit wife. Skewed. You are weighing me down because you're not good enough. And this is a fascinating part of House Paradise because him saying that and acting upon that actually serves as a crucial point for sagity to then develop in her own way and to start moving to become more useful and to train and get stronger and it's fascinating because this is not traditional shonen usually it's like you have a training arc you get better here it's like the main protagonist is killing the main love interest and the main love interest is now stronger because the protagonist tried to kill her it's like what what is going yeah. on yeah, yeah. I, th- I mean that
1: that whole scene does feel like it's got a big gaping hole, and you have to sort yeah. of ignore the fact that they very clearly stated that these people are not against you. They mm. are not for you. They're just there to watch. And to take you out if they if you stop on your task, but he's not going to stop on his that's task because that's thing. his main goal. So there isn't any reason for him to kill her. He can just go and off and do his like, thing. She just like behind. And whatever him. happens to her, happens to her. Yeah, and it's a bit like, and you know, who knows? She might step in in a situation because she obviously wants what's best for the king guy. I don't know. I can't remember the guy's name. The the person who yeah, sent the... him on the mission. The one that mm. wants the elixir. Like she she's been employed by him to monitor these guys. But they've all sort of said, you know, positions are up for grabs. You you want the you want them to find the elixir. So if she can help him find the elixir, you'd probably wager that she'd step in to help yeah. in those circumstances. So if anything, she's a benefit. For him to just turn around and but I love it. And yeah. it's just so brutally honest. It's just like why did you do that? And it's like I wanted to kill okay, to you, kill you quickly. fast. <laughs> like,
0: like,
1: we'll love it. Yeah. Sorry, but not so. But then we get this um, great know, have moment
0: a with him where, after clashing with her for a little bit, he kind of realizes that actually I'm called Gabby Murray the Hollow. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm actually a wife guy. And maybe actually I do care for things other than me. And wife guy. We love wife guys, Will. They're good characters. Give me a character with somebody to protect that they're married to who isn't really involved in the story and I am 100% on board. And Gabimaru is that guy for Shonen no less. Like, not even a Senin. It's just, okay, he's got somebody he wants to protect I don't have to worry about romance and he's there and he realises that he's actually more human and we get to see the Hollow, this puppet of this ninja village, realise in real time, that he has emotions and that he wants to develop and that he wants more than just to kill things because he's been told to. And that's why he spares Saggadi. And I'm like, whoa, where was this for the past 10 years of Shonen? (laughs) Like, this is good stuff.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It is good. It is good. And the intrigue around the island, you've got that such all of those Uncanny oh, Valley sort of yeah. creatures and monsters that are very disturbing. And, you know, we learn a bit about, like, how they operate because one of the other characters has done mm-hmm. some mm-hmm. Research, research and uh, at the expense of another another yeah. ca- character. And, you know, it's it's very unusual and you don't know where it's going. That mystery is very at the forefront and, you know, mm-hmm. it keeps you on your toes. It, the, the scenes, like, there's... You, <laughs> I don't know whether it's um because I know it's mapper but it's very attack on titan in the fact that he's like don't think just kill and he just goes on a killing spree of these giant titan creatures creatures, yeah. creatures just destroying them um and I'm like swinging around as well like at head height I'm like is the weakness okay. the back of the neck um, but it, it, it's cool <laughs> Yeah maybe maybe
0: mm. um
1: yeah, I, I, it, it's pretty cool. The um the character yeah. designs are awesome. Like the um obviously that little neck scarf is like the easiest oh, cosplay yeah, in like, the world. It's like Kakashi from
0: like, uh, Naruto. He just like when he
1: just whoop. slides it up, slide it up. Yeah, it, I was going to say it reminds me of um Tokyo. Yeah, with, Ghoul the mask, as well. yeah. Like, with the mask. Yeah, with, with the And also, it helps the with the
0: animation mask. budget because yeah. you don't have to um, animate lip flaps if he's uh, using the mask.
1: <laughs>
0: That's. That's, that's how Mappa did them, it, isn't it? You know, like the manga car was brilliant. like writing the manga and thinking, actually, I really want this to get an anime, so let's just hide all the mouths that I can. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um, what was your favorite fight? First three, I have to say, or four, or four, if you if if you went a little bit extra, because my um, I have cool. to say, I really liked uh, Gabimaru Maru and Sagadi uh, when he's getting his uh, execution and in the basement basement. and he's there just really nonchalant. Like I don't even give a, give a damn. You're going to try and hit me. It's not going to work. And then there's that, like a fraction of a second before she swings and he goes, Oh, that's actually going to kill me. Nope. (laughs) And he just like zips out of the way.
1: Yeah. So that, that, that whole sequence there's a few times when the opponent foresees what's going to happen and then like there's one later on where um the one of the big guys gets a blade thrust yeah. his throat and he sees himself yeah. getting sliced and then like the guy stopped with the blade and i, fa- I found that fascinating because i you know like when something nearly happens you yeah. almost have a flash of like what could happen and it's like whoa, you, you, like like when you're driving and like something happens and your concentration lapses or whatever, and it's like oh, you have yeah, to grab yeah, the steering yeah. wheel or whatever, and it's like whoa, and you see what happened in the and other you go back to the it's like, like it's almost like you oh, kind of close
0: like see the alternate yeah, timeline him. and then you snap back and you're just like oh gosh no yeah. let's not have that happen. I I love yeah. that as a directional choice. Yeah, when like any character. Yeah. Uh, to kind of almost to kind of show how powerful they are they you see a scene play out of this character getting brutalized and then it's all in their head it's just like i know that if i try to tangle with this guy i'm this is what's going to happen and then you snap back to the reality and then yeah they just run like that's so good and i think more than just we've talked about um characters that are jobbers in uh, in anime, where they their whole purpose yeah. is to just get yeah. beaten to show how strong an enemy is, I think it's it's way more impactful if the character sees them being like, "Oh, I'm gonna lose in an awful way. I'm just not gonna engage like that." For me, builds the threat level way <laughs> yeah. more. And f- to have Gabimaru, who we have established is insanely powerful, go. Absolutely not. I'm not tangling with this executioner. <laughs> like, makes it feel yeah. real. Yeah.
1: But that's a very good point because it also shows the motivations of the mm. other characters and makes it feel more real. Because, like, in the arena, when those guys realize that Gabi Mar- Gabimara is going to Maru is going to fight them, they get genuinely scared and back back the hell off. They didn't yeah. think he was gonna fight back. And it gives those characters a an more of a two di- three dimensional sort of ability to yeah, make decisions in just, that moment like you say they're not just, they're not just running in the they're not they're not just I'm gonna charge in at this guy who is clearly just defeated 50 but I guys could on get him you know, I could beat him like, oh no I'm gonna sort I'm gonna sort you out like delusions of grandeur much it's like no hold on these are real people real real people uh, who who um can make those sort of educate at least certain yeah. level
0: of educated to be like decisions. I'm absolutely not engaging right? with like this
1: guy just... <laughs> yeah you're just assuming they're like like it'd be nice you know like on the mm. spider-man games and stuff when you fly into a a, a hot spot of a gang I don't know what the term is but you know one of those yeah you've got them swing on your map in, and you the swing crime. into them and it's like hey there's 10 guys here when you've thrown three guys off the roof. It'd be quite fun Absolutely to see one of them just nope. like, Screw I'm out. this, I'm out. And just start climbing just running climbing away. down the ladder. Nope, nope, nope. Yeah.
0: But nope, it's, it's like gun- a, ho- no, he go gun 50 other guys no, just got beaten by Spider-Man. But I could beat him. I could be the one.
1: Yeah, I've been doing this for years, but this <laughs> Jobsworth with a balaclava on thinks that all he right, can take me out right, right.
0: Sure, all right. Let's go
1: through Fabulous. the motions.
0: Yeah. Um. So last, okay. uh, last anything few else? Thoughts? Uh, Op and yeah. Ed, I guess. Like thinking about the music of the show, I adore the Op. Yeah. Just that, like, the, like the the way yeah. the lyrics are working, the instruments. Like, it just feels different, and it's amazing, and it's animated beautifully. Yeah. There's insane shit happening with, like. <laughs> People walking around there's like dutch angles with the camera gabby murray's bursting into flames with impact frames going off and it's a banger like it's so good
1: it's, it is it's really good um there's a lot like that mm. again adds to the mystery you see like random there's get yeah, group Groot there appears, with a pink haired girl um yeah, um, so there's lots of like, oh, what? where is this going? This could literally go anywhere. Um, and it like even the OP shifts, like from the first mm. 10 seconds, it's got a completely different tone and then it kicks into yeah. the island and it's all flowers and, and, and the music changes. And they've really tried hard. Like the song, I can appreciate and admire how good it is. It's not like for me, mm. the best OP, the best song, but they make it really try to like mix things up and give it this sort of make it different and make it edgy. And yeah, the animation is just stellar. It, it just really cap- encapsulates like Mappa's yeah originality it's and like, style. If if I you guess,
0: tuned into it way. and saw just Put the op, together. like I would stick around to see. Oh well, if this is the level of effort that they're putting into the opening, I'll, I'll check out the show. Like, why not? Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: anything else you want to? Uh, the ed yeah, the ed fine. was alright. Again, that a was,
0: good song. It's just it's an ED, isn't it? It's it's nothing world shattering. Yeah. Um. And in terms of anything else, I just want to say. Yeah. How does Mappa do it? <laughs> like, how do they? Don't know, I think we, we talked we about it up top, but just, up top just, they just they don't miss. Just an and and this is coming from don't Jujutsu don't Kaisen miss. season two has just they started airing, miss. and. It's a new director, it's a new team, but it has all of the power of the past season and like all of the glorious animation and passion behind it. And I'm like, okay, maybe MAPPA are one of the good guys, you know, (laughs) maybe they are. I could be proven wrong in a week's time when it turns out they're not paying anybody anything, but we'll see. For now, as of this day, yeah, good on you MAPPA you've done it again
1: alright thank you all for listening we're going to move into Slice of Life now where we just catch up about a few other things that we've been up to if you want to stick around great if you don't thank you all for listening make sure you give us a like and a review and hit us up on Instagram and Twitter let us know what you think of Hell's Paradise um, Hell's Kitchen you. Hell's Kitchen Hell's Paradise and, <laughs> it's raw yeah, this execution go is raw <laughs> let us know what you think of that <laughs> and and tell us what we should watch next um we'd love to hear from you thank you Ooh, listeners thank you listeners i've just read the word listeners apparently that's another anime yeah. that mapper have produced um, there you go so there we go um thank you listeners <laughs> and uh we'll see you bye. next stick around bye
0: All right, everybody. It is time for slice of life, the part of the show where we just chill out, relax, and don't worry about anything. So, Will, what have you been up to this week? Um, I have obviously watched SpongeBob
1: the musical. Um, I have. Yeah, yeah. We're not going to go over that again. Um, what else have I done? I've. You know what I've been obsessed with, and I don't. I, th- mm. I probably have mentioned this before, but I'm still obsessed with it. Is Taskmaster.
0: Taskmaster. oh yeah the you go into a house and you've got to try and figure out the puzzle kind
1: of yeah it's a ce- it's a celebrity show um and you get comedians and other celebrities on and every series has five celebrities mm-hmm. and they all compete um doing the taskmasters tasks and they are anything and everything that they can come up with to make them do something comical or to like get them to solve a puzzle or solve a problem or yeah anything like at the minute I'm watching one with Russell Howard on and it's season seven I think I've I've worked from season one through to season seven seven. Um, good lord yep and it's just really fun watching like it's not anything too serious but I do genuinely think like it does because all of the tasks are um random and and obscure, they'll say, like, right, you have ten minutes to see how many um h- how how high you can make this pile of lemons. Right? They give them a bowl of lemons, you've got to, you've got to make a tower, you have 10 minutes to you make can it. Only time. use <laughs> five cuts. You've got you've got a knife, but you can only make five cuts with it. Um, so they've got ten minutes and they all try and solve it in different ways. And mm-hmm. and I think it really scratches. Like, I'd love to take part in the show. Yeah, it really scratches that itch of like, right, we've got this really obscure thing, and I, I feel like there's other shows that have done it in the past. I was gonna but say like, it sounds got a got lot random.
0: Like, um, what was it? Uh, Jungle Run, where you got <laughs> like. You've got to go get the banana yeah. and you've got to figure out like how to but do that's, it.
1: Yeah, but that's like that's like a team game, isn't it? Whereas this is like individual tasks. They all get presented at different times, ah. so they don't see how their opponents do. So the whole point is they do them over like a six-month period. They do they do them. And some of them are long, long, long tasks. And basically they come together and it's all presented around the studio and they go to the VT for all of the tasks. So the VT. they're in the studio with a live studio audience and they're there just like having a guess and they'll be like right let's watch this task and then they come back to the studio and they'll be like they'll laugh at them if they did something really stupid or whatever and then the taskmaster has to award points depending on who did it the best and sometimes it's really obvious like whoever did it the quickest sometimes people cheat and go for obscure ways around the task and that's those are the best ones where like um the task it like one of them was You know Hugh Dennis? Hugh Dennis was on a series. Yes,
0: from My Family.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, So he was on a series and he... They had to deliver a plate of food to someone sat at the other end of the garden while balancing on one leg. So they could... And every time they took... And it was whoever got the food to the other person. Whoever got the most food to the the person Mm -hmm. won the task. The problem was that there were... um, what do you call it not banners um bunting what do you call those bunting there was bunting uh going across the garden all at different heights Uh-huh. so like people and it also had Noel fielding on, so you had to like dip and dive <laughs> and no fielding and dodge Noel fielding really because like, he's a menace <laughs> <laughs> no so he had to he 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 did, he was he's really athletic you know like really he is, he, he's he's re- yeah like genuinely you'd be surprised um Anyway, so he dips and dives around all this bunting, and he gets gets the tray there. Hugh Dennis hops into the kitchen of the house, gets a pair of scissors, and cuts all the bunting, and then goes back and gets the tray, and just walk just basically hops in a straight line to the guy, and um, does a really good job. So it's just really creative. It, it it scratches the itch of like how how can you solve this problem like actual, by actual problem avoiding
0: solving. the task, ridiculous problem yeah. solving. <laughs>
1: And because it, it's all done with comedians and um, what's the, what's the guy that presents it? Um, Darragh O'Brien. It's Alex Horn That's oh. No, it's, it's Alex Horn. Did Darragh O'Brien go on? No, I don't think Darrow O'Brien. No, um, Al Murray has been on it. Oh. Um, it's Alex Horn. That's his, his assistant. And then it's um, Greg Davies. Greg, Greg Davis. Davis. I love Greg was, Davis. Um,
0: he's absolutely hilarious. He's good, isn't he?
1: So um, he's the host and it's just, it's just very funny and yeah quite entertaining so i'm obsessed with that at the minute um very good yeah that's probably i think that's that's enough of a rant <laughs> for me but i would definitely <laughs> no, i want to hear taskmaster. more about this it's, weird problem
0: solving game
1: i got into it because all over tiktok i kept seeing like highlight on youtube they do like a best of or like all the times the taskmaster was foiled or all the times uh, that um greg davies didn't best understand moments the task. or something or yeah. yeah, yeah, and they were really good, and so I was like, "I'm going to watch it," and it is really entertaining. So,
0: recommend. All right. what about check you? It out. What have you been up to this week? Uh, I have been playing a lot of Final Fantasy sixteen. Um, I'm. Oh yeah, yeah, it's so good. I've managed to I've basically banned every word that could possibly be related to this game on Twitter, so that I am spoiler free. I don't know anything about the plot. Wow. Uh, My brother uh, was lent a PS5 so that he could play it. So he borrowed the PS5 (laughs) and then beat the game within like four days. And I'm sitting here like, I'm less than 50% through the game. (laughs) What were you doing? (laughs) So, yeah, like it's incredible. I specifically bought a new TV for the game, um, bought special edition, i love final fantasy i love the director and it has just delivered in so many ways it is just this epic insane odyssey of game of thrones style high fantasy mixed in with what if i just became godzilla and killed a mountain for fun (laughs) i'm just like what is this so it's just so good so good um and I will keep playing that. my My goal is to finish it before I come back to the UK in less than a month's time. Uh, finish that, mm, and then yeah, have Zelda so to play when I come back. And that's basically been it for me. I've not really done much else apart from
1: yeah. No, that's that's stuff. that's cool. I mean, I think they, they they take a lot of investment those games. Absolutely,
0: um, like thirty um, hours. And, you know, in.
1: My, yeah, you can get a lot from them as well. It's not like it's just a
0: yeah. It's a good story. It's like. like a, it hits you in the feels like you get invested in the characters and you know that's all i want i just want something that is that's good you can see the passion behind it so yeah
1: that's that's all i want all i want is the perfect escape from reality where i get to i I don't have to look in a fantasy world i just want to see
0: this fantasy world with big birds and weird godzilla creatures yeah i don't ask for much will come on (laughs) no absolutely not
1: how long before you can actually like vr walk into that world God, just i give it two years in the oasis
0: ready player two do
1: you know what's really scaring me all of this stuff around um vr like um is it vr or a- ar glasses and stuff oh that, yeah like, like the uh, google seem to be cropping yeah. up well google glass but didn't that like die well, google glass seems to be like the great.
0: first generation of it and then Everybody laughed yeah, out, yeah. out of the park. And now we're sitting at a point where... And now... Oh, actually, that's what we want. Like
1: Apple, is, it, is it Apple have released the, theirs that's like two and a half grand or something? Yeah, it's
0: like a, a pair of glasses. Like and... a
1: huge, chunky... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they've yeah got you got like to, a huge, chunky headset. headset yeah.
0: You put it on and it's just like, there you go. You are online. You are in the internet. What?
1: And like, it's got like things like where you look at someone and it gives you their profiles yeah, and their names it's and a bit stuff. Dark. Um, it's, yeah, it seems, and it seems like it's going to happen. Like there's th- several companies that have released them now mm-hmm. and some that are like more glasses, some that are more headsets, but this is just the beginning. Yeah. Isn't it? Like it is, let's not, let's not end on too much of a dark note, but I am a bit sort of like, I don't. I don't want that, but I know if I'm not doing that, then I will be the odd one out. You're the
0: only person and going, that, going out to the, the fields. That,
1: that's how they get you. That's how they get you. <laughs> the FOMO. You. But maybe maybe that's okay. Maybe I just stand by that. Maybe I'm Stay okay with it. that.
0: Like, I think so. Yeah. I've, I've not gotten into VR yet, and I don't think I will. Like I've played a couple of VR games. They're okay. For now, though, Final Fantasy will do me. As long as I can detach from the yeah. screen and go outside, we'll be happy yeah just don't get the glasses otherwise you'll still be online when you do decide Good to go out anyway uh thank you everybody for anyway listening. if you've gotten this far uh give us a review a like a general share to your friends that's how we grow the podcast shake a shake of a the shake hand. Of the hand shake somebody's hand and say hey have you heard of gateway to the anniverse uh, they're thinking of rebranding and then <laughs> we go from there but thank you very much Thank you very, buddy. (laughs) Thank you, everybody. And we shall see you next week in the Amethers. Bye.